This episode is brought to you by Vonage. Your business needs more than an 800 number. With Vonage Voice API, you can provide the call experience your customers expect and get the data your team needs. From call analytics and virtual assistance to automatic speech recognition and text-to-speech in multiple languages. Your customer service team can help more people in more places. And with in-app voice, your customers can easily contact you the moment they have a question. Take your calls to the next level with Vonage Voice API. Learn more at Vonage.com. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Skincare Anarchy. This is your host, Ekta, and I have an awesome guest today. Her line is brand new, and as soon as I saw it, I was so, so like, just enamored by it because of the packaging concept, and then the more I looked in, I was just, I love everything about it. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to Pooja Ganeshan. She is the founder of Boonie Dune Skincare. Um, it is a beautiful concept, Pooja, where you have Thank this, you. you know, individual capsules of cleanser. So why don't you tell us um, really everything about the brand journey and how you got started and where that idea came from? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so I started Booney Dune at the beginning of this year. And prior to starting Booney Dune, I actually worked in investment banking. And mm-hmm. You know, I was working really long hours. I was very stressed out. And the only time I really had for myself was, you know, a couple hours on Sunday night when I would do my full, you know, skincare routine. And I just found myself one day looking around my bathroom and there was just so many products and there was so much packaging and there's plastic everywhere. And I thought to myself, there has to be a better way. And, you know, I, of course, you know, got onto Google and I looked for low waste skincare and zero waste skincare. And I just felt really frustrated because I didn't want to sacrifice efficacy for, and science for my skincare, you know, just because I wanted to be more sustainable. I don't want, you know, a bunch of clays mixed together and sold for $70. Yeah. I wanted something that actually had science behind it, innovation. And that's really what drove me to start Boonie Dune is, you know, we create skincare products. We almost like redesign skincare products so that they remain efficacious, but also are sustainable. And, you know, we say that we operate under like a kindness perspective. So everything has to be kind to your skin, to the oceans and the earth. I love that. Oh my gosh. I really love that. (laughs) Because like when I honestly, Pooja, when I first saw your line, you know what? It just, it hit a nerve for me because I was like, this is amazing because that individual packaging that you thought of, I mean, I had, you know, I've, I've sat around and thought about if I, if I were to start a skincare line, um, and and that idea was always in my mind as well, where it's like, everything should be individually packaged. And it really made me think of the concept of dosing because I've like kind of stressed that point, like in my previous um, episodes where I think that, um, you know, since you mentioned science, like there should be a way to regulate how much, you know what I mean? Of product you're using. So I really like that component as well. Um, of this because I feel like in the capsules it's like a certain amount right that you measure out for the capsules exactly we actually did extensive consumer testing just because you know cleansing so our cleanser um, taking a step back is a powder formulation that's enclosed in a tapioca derived capsule and that allows you to just pour the powder in your palm add some water and turns into a foaming cleanser and then the tapioca capsule just dissolves you know at the bottom of 
your shower or in the sink. Wow. You're um, a waste that way. And, you know, part of the reason we encapsulate it is because, you know, we tested with American consumers and, you know, in America, powder cleansers aren't as, you know, frequently used versus in Asia where they're a little bit more popular and yeah. no one knew how much powder to use. Like everyone was adding powder and then adding water and then adding more powder and adding yeah. more. Yeah. Um, and it just created a lot of product waste. And, you know, as a zero waste skincare brand, how can we have people wasting our products? Um, so then we, you know, looked to the market and found a really great alternative um, in terms of, you know, encapsulating the formulation and having it be still retain our zero waste principles. That is really cool. And I didn't know the capsule dissolved. That is like the cherry on top with this. Oh my gosh. So like what went behind this, um, this uh, development of this, like the engineering component? So for, for the formulation itself, we've worked at the formulation consultant and, you know, when I was create, I sort of wanted to start with a cleanser because in my perspective, you know, when you think about the market, everyone needs to wash their face. Yeah. Um, and it just seemed like a really great product to start with the line with. And um, especially when you consider most of the ingredients that are um, problematic in terms of the environmental impact tend yeah. to be found in cleansers like SLS and other surfactants. So I decided that, you know, the cleanser would be the great start to the line. And then when we worked with the formulation consultant, I really wanted to use a biosurfactant. So we sourced our biosurfactant, we created a powdered formulation, revolved, you know, sort of um, with the biosurfactant ramilipids as the starting point. And yeah. then you know, when we decided to do the encapsulation, I really went to the market. I wanted to, you know, create something special for the encapsulation. Um, yeah. so it would be like aesthetically pleasing, but cost effectively, it just was easier to go find a, a partner that creates nutraceuticals. And yeah. they have this really large capsule that holds enough powder for a face wash. Um, and, you know, it helped us because we didn't have to reinvent the wheel. So from a manufacturing process, it's actually quite beneficial to use something that, you know, is already out there on the market. Yeah. And I didn't even realize this was out on the market. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I had no idea that this individual, I mean, I've seen the individual little, um, you know, they look like little droplets, like some brands have them for like their little, their serums or whatnot. But I, um, I love that yours looks like an actual pill you know I really really like that because yeah, like, yeah. Also the capsule is larger I'm not sure but you know when you look at the pictures it's hard to tell scale but yeah. it's the larger size so you know the powder that we enclose in the capsule it's it's plenty to use for for washing your face and even you know your neck, your and neck. yeah yeah it. That's awesome. So what is the actual formulation, like the, the, the basis of this formulation? Like you don't have to go through the whole thing, but like, um, what is your main, I would say main ingredient in your deck? So I would say the main, there's a couple of main ingredients. The, the first one I would say are colloidal oats. And this is something I knew I wanted to include in the formulation because there's so much evidence related to Avena sativa and just the fact that it's calming and soothing and has a lot of anti-inflammatory properties. Yeah. Um, and I wanted, I did a ton of research, you know, that's sort of like the basis of all our formulation, all our product development is really just looking at, you know, online on scientific articles and seeing what the data says and what researchers are saying. Yeah. Um, and there's so much um, 
information about how if you finely mill oats, there's a lot of, um, there's even more, um, you know, inflammatory, anti-inflammatory and, you know, skin beneficial properties. Um, because it allows for even dispersion. And um, that was really important. So we looked to a supplier that provided us this finely milled, it's called colloidal oats. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because oats are so, they're so frequently used in skincare. Yes, they are. And it's just, it's a really great formulation. And we do testing on our oats as well to make sure, you know, people don't realize this, but when you have, you know, a, a highly, produced, um, you know, plant-based ingredient, like almost like grains, mm -hmm. you end up actually having um, heavy metal uh, pollution related to it, contamination. So we do really? sure that, you know, our products don't include any of those heavy metals either, because they can be absorbed from the soil. Yeah. And I'm sure they're going into the, the water. And I know that fish absorb them too, right? Yeah, so like... Yeah. It's all related. It's so, it's so, um, you know, this entire process has taught me so much just about, you know, our ecosystem and the way that, you know, our behaviors as consumers affect our environment and therefore also affect us. Right, right. So let's, I mean, I completely agree with you. And I think what the interesting part is, is that this whole conversation around sustainability of products is really kind of shifting focus to where people are now saying, you know, when I was talking like, to other people who claim that their products are sustainable they're like well you know this is why or wh whatnot but it's like I feel like it's becoming all or nothing that's what I'm trying to say <laughs> it's very hard for me to articulate sometimes um it's like becoming an all sustainable or nothing um and so when I look at something like what you're doing I think it is pretty much fully sustainable right packaging wise yeah that that's something that was really important to me and you know to your point about you know, we are completely, we're a plastic-free company. Um, I worked really hard to source our bamboo lids directly from China, where they were custom carved, so we didn't have to include the plastic liner. Um, our jars are made of glass and fully recyclable, and all of our paper includes post-consumer recycled content. But that being said, I do think that in the skincare industry right now, there is an increased emphasis on being sustainable, which is amazing. But I think that related to that, there needs to be more transparency about it. You know, like yeah. I feel that many brands, and there, I think there needs to be more transparency and probably less judgment about it as well. Um, because from a consumer perspective, you know, launching this brand during COVID, I feel I launched with a specific, you know, consumer in mind and, yeah. you know, the more I'm going through product development for our next couple of products, the more I think about how do I make sustainability accessible to more people, right? right. It's always been, you know, predominantly reserved for people who can afford it versus people every day, people should be able to, you know, you know, you shouldn't be spending, you know, an extraordinary amount of money to yeah. be sustainable when it comes to skincare. Well, I also think that it's something that, where skincare should not be something where you like open one jar and if that jar goes bad you've lost 80 percent of your product right so it's like there's a lot of brands and there's a lot of um products like that and that's what i think is so so good about yours because 
you know, you can share it. (laughs) (laughs) Like you can share. I know like uh, with me, a lot of my, my friends will be like, Hey, can I borrow your cleanser? And it's like, why don't you just take three capsules? (laughs) You know? So I really like that. I I can say that now um, with this. And, and also, like you said, yeah, the price point, that's huge. You know? So what is your price point? I don't, you don't need to give us like a number, but like, um, what was your target? So I wanted to, like in terms of selling products, I like my entire range of skincare products for Booney Dune will be under $50. And that has been something that when I first launched, I probably wouldn't have said, you know, our cleanser is at $38 for 35 capsules, but we do have a refill program that's far more, you know, accessible at $29. So yeah, so I think that, you know, as I'm developing the company, I you know, subsequent products, I want to be more accessible, but still retain the science and still retain the quality of our, our ingredients. Right, right, of course. And so what about, okay, so with the cleanser being your first launch, um, do you have like a kind of a, um, a blueprint in mind? How, like what sequence you're going to be coming out with your products? Or is it kind of like, you're going to see how this goes first and then decide? Yes, actually, we have a couple of products already in development. We're working with a couple of labs, different labs to get those products um, in the market probably early next year. So that's very exciting for, oh, for wow. um, you know, in terms of the products that we are developing, it's a focus on products that would be used every day versus more treatment focused products. Yeah. Um, so that would be, you know, we have another oil-based cleanser in development as well as a face oil and a moisturizer. Mm-hmm. And I think that those, you know, three additional products would probably round out, you know, any launches for the next 18 months, just because I do want to be very intentional about, you know, what it is we are launching, just because I want to make sure it's, you know, adding something new rather than just launching a product for the sake of launching it. Right, of course. And it's like, you know, I think that it's really important to look at like where there's a there's a gap, right? Because everyone's got a cleanser, everyone's got like a moisturizer, but to really come up with a really cool new idea like you did with this this first launch, which is I think very, very unique. I've never seen something like this in the skincare um, industry. I mean, maybe I'm missing something, but I you know I when I first saw it, I was like, this is extremely unique. So um and going forward, I think that this individual packing packaging design can really work for almost anything. Now that I think about it, like even like uh, I remember in the early episodes, we were talking to like Dr. Talia Spearings and she was talking about like the dosing of sunscreen. Right. And then she was explaining how like this is the amount that you should be using on your face per day. And I and I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, someone should really make that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> someone should really put that exact amount in one little packet so that you have it so I think this um this concept in my opinion it can be applied to serums oils you know all that stuff so this is enormous in the skincare industry and if you could even address that as a company it's you're addressing a, a huge sustainable issue yeah so where did like okay so is this something that was always important to you like in terms of like the environmental aspect yes it's so funny you asked me that because (laughs) I you know the past 
couple of years when I was working in banking, probably not. I always, you know, sacrifice sustainability um, when it comes to convenience. Um, but, you know, growing up, I, I grew up in Delaware and I was really involved. I was really interested in the environment. I was actually, you know, involved in my high school's environmental action committee. And I would go to like all the different homerooms in the morning along oh with my, my gosh. And recycle, which is so funny to think about. Um, oh. But then over time, and I studied environmental science in college as well, but, you know, over time, I just lost sight of that. So I really feel like starting Boonie Dune is, you know, finding my way back to that. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your name, the name, Boonie Dune? Oh, I yes. think it's so cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I started um, the company, I really wanted to have a clean slate. And I was thinking about, you know, I, I feel like every founder goes through this, like, what's the ideal name for your, for your child, essentially your baby, your company. Yeah. <laughs> and I just wanted something with a clean slate. And Boonie Dune is actually just a silly a nickname I have for my sister. Doesn't mean <laughs> Thing. And, um, you know, it just seemed like the perfect fit for, for the company. Yeah, why not? I mean, if it's something that means, you know, the, the word should mean something to you, right? That's, that's so cool. <laughs> I'm so glad you did that. Seriously, because I mean, how many, how many skincare lines out there are like, you know, it's like this epic name, like Destiny, <laughs> like, dude, like, <laughs> skincare. <laughs> like, it's not like, you know, uh, but this is this is so cool. Fuji. I'm so excited um, to not only to see your product, you know, just everywhere, which I know it's going to be because I know there are so many women that um, really align with this idea of like, they need more like, you know, they need something that they can take very easily wherever they're going. And I keep bringing this point up. But like, in one of the interviews that we did, the whole idea of travel came up. And that really sparked so much interest in me because traveling is a major problem you know, in terms of products. And so this is a huge solution to that, you know, and um, I really, really like that. Also, I'm thinking of like high school students, you know what I mean? Or like people just of every age range could, you know, really benefit from this. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's so interesting because when I first started the brand and when I was thinking about, you know, my target demographic I really thought of millennials but I would be I would I was so shocked to see the response from older women who really the brand resonated with them their skin they loved using the capsules they loved incorporating in their self-care routine and um, even from more Gen Z women where they were using Gen Z men and women who were using you know our capsules when they're going hiking and you know really involved with the environment and love the outdoors and take our capsules with them because it's zero waste and leaves no footprint right right I mean this is it's just versatile like and I think this is interesting because when I when we get to the conversation about sustainability I think there's like two people like two groups of people and I feel like your product is like kind of overlapping those groups because I'm not gonna lie to you I'm a, a millennial and you definitely hit your target mark <laughs> so I will give you props for that um but I'm I'm honestly coming from the perspective that I have friends who are like eh, I don't care about sustainability you know and other friends who are like super health conscious super eco-conscious you know they're very much into it but I think your product is like not pushing it in anyone's face. You know what I mean? Like you're not standing there going, look at this. This is super sustainable. Like, right. you know? but, it, but it's obvious that it is. So it's like, that's what I'm just giving you like my own feedback, you know, looking at it. Cause I know a lot of sustainability, um, like products that are big on sustainability, their whole packaging is like all about that one thing. So I'm glad that you didn't go in that direction where it's like, 
you know, bam, in your face. This is what we do. (laughs) I'm so happy to hear you say that because that's so intentional on our part where I wanted to start a skincare brand. I didn't want to start a sustainable business per se. And that's why, you know, our products always talk about the skin benefits and, you know, the efficacy about, you know, and like also the safety of our ingredients um, versus, you know, the fact that it's in a you know, bamboo lid with the glass jar. Um, so I think that it's really important to me also when we think about our branding and our positioning not to be judgmental because I do, at least as a consumer, I felt oftentimes like, oh, I wish I was, you know, like if you're not a vegan, if you're not, you know, super zero waste, you know, perhaps these products, you know, you don't deserve our products or you're not. Yeah, enough. yeah. I no, think- it's, it's a huge thing, right? Because when yes. veganism started, everyone was like this cult-like mentality with it. And it's like, we can't do that, right? Like, we can't, like, segregate based on, like, well, I'm, you know, really into sustainability versus not. Like, it, you can't do that. Like, it has to be a concerted effort where it's, like, what you're doing, where it's, like, okay, yes, this is sustainable, but let's still focus on the skincare part. Because I would hate to pick up a product and then my skin break out, you know, just because I don't want to leave a footprint. <laughs> <laughs> Completely agree. I think that, you know, it's about making, like, Booney Jane is about making sustainability and sustainable skincare more accessible. And that's actually, you know, related to that, we have part of our, you know, focus is we have this sort of mission of imperfectly sustainable. Um, So we do interviews with, you know, influencers and people just part of our community, just to say, like, you know, every little bit helps, like, you know, being zero waste isn't feasible for everyone. But doing your are doing as much as you can is within the realm of possibility and what does that look like for you so that's really what we're working to show and like hopefully convey to to our community I I really love that and you know one thing I really wanted to tell you when I first discovered your brand was I love that you're a South Asian woman and you're not (laughs) sitting there just like waving the Indian flag everywhere like it's like in the sense that your product isn't like full South you know what I mean full-blown like just like elephants everywhere and like you know like henna and it's like and I say that and I say I know I sound very bold saying that and very like kind of aggressive but it really gets on my nerves because it's like there's so much innovation in the South Asian community there's you know so much intelligence and these bright ideas and we can't paint it with like you know something that's only appealing to South Asian people right like it's like you have to become universal so I really love seeing you as a female entrepreneur and of South Asian background and you're doing something that's for everybody you know it's not branded with like race or or culture it's it's just really good stuff I love that yeah thank you I you know I am so proud to be South Asian like my dad's from India my mom you know was born from and came from Sri Lanka and I feel super proud of my heritage, but, you know, I, I'm more than just my heritage and I feel yes. like you know, more yeah. and more everyone is sort of feeling like the fact that they are multidimensional and you can do something that's, you know, when I first told people I was starting a skincare line, I think the questions really were really just like, oh, is it like, you know, rooted in Ayurveda? It's not. And that's fine. It doesn't mean I'm not a South Asian entrepreneur. Every Indian is not about Ayurveda. Can we please just put that? <laughs> but you know, it's completely fine if you are. There needs to be more eye beauty. There needs to, you know, why not start another Ayurveda line? But mm-hmm. I, you know, for me, that wasn't the right fit. And I wanted my my line to be more about science and, you know, more about just sustainability. 
Well, it's interesting you bring up the whole iBeauty, um, you know, conversation too, because I, in my opinion, iBeauty is all of this innovative technology going behind our brands, right? I mean, that's what I think of when I think of the South, South Asian community. I think of um, very, very bright minds. And I think that you, we don't have to paint anything a specific color for it to be fitting into iBeauty. I mean, I would say any day of the week, like your product falls into the category of iBeauty, as well as you know, sustainable beauty as well as, you know, like everything. Right. And so I, I really, really like seeing this um, because it's important. That's why I keep stressing it because I don't, I don't want our, our initiatives to be just Indian only, or, you know what I mean? Like, that's very right. important to me. I and I, agree. yeah. I completely but, agree. There's no need but, to put a box around everyone's, you know, what you can and can't do as right. a Asian, you know, brand founder. Right. And then especially like women of color right now, I'm noticing that there are so many more entrepreneurs that are coming up and it's so, so wonderful to see it. And, you know, we're all kind of just meshing together. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like we're all just in this like community and it's so nice to just keep propagating that rather than anything else. But anyways, let me get back on track. So um, Pooja, let, tell me more about um, in terms of just, okay, so you, your packaging is pretty much solid. Okay. So we've covered that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, in terms of your influencer reach now, how do you figure out who you want to like invite to try your products? Like, do you utilize Instagram for that? Like for consumer testing? So for consumer testing, we, so for the next couple of products, we don't really reach out to people via Instagram for them to try it only mm -hmm. because, you know, uniquely enough, I'm not sure if other brands feel this way too, but, you know, our customers don't find us necessarily from Instagram. Like they find us sort of organically through word of mouth or, you know, going on a camping trip with their friend and using our product and then purchasing it themselves. It hasn't really been driven. Our sales aren't driven through Instagram. That being mm -hmm. said, we use Instagram just because we love engaging with people who, you know, share the same values as us, are interested in skincare, interested in sustainability. And it has been so tremendously meaningful in that way. Um, and then when we think about our influencers and the way that we sort of reach out to them or they reach out to us, it's been very organic. We haven't paid at all for any sort of influencers, not because like, that's not to say I don't, I, I think influencers should be paid, you know, content creators yeah. should be paid. Um, but it's just because, you know, we just wanted people to get, you know, their feedback and, you know, people just naturally wanted to try the product for themselves. So it hasn't been, it's just been really organic, I would say. That's wonderful though. That's really wonderful. It's like just letting people discover you and then, you know, forming real relationships with those people, you know, and that's, I think that's very important because right now Instagram is in interesting to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a really interesting space because I think there's so much like value there in terms of like really getting that consumer like feedback and research. Mm -hmm. But there's also, I think, a lot of bias um, depending on like, you know, if a, a brand is willing to like, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be payment. You know, it can be like just anything and give them an initiative. And I don't really like that component um, of it. So I'm glad that you said that. I'm really glad that you're going the other route. <laughs> um <laughs> But cool. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like so excited about your product. Honestly, I, is there anything else that I, that we don't know about that you'd like to share something cool about your brand story? Maybe. Um, you know, I would say that in terms of our brand, it really, I think like the most meaningful part of starting Booty Dune has been seeing how 
much the story of being zero waste and the story of like starting a sustainability journey resonates with so many people. And I feel energized by that. When I started Beauty Gina, I was nervous that no one would buy the product (laughs) (laughs) because people, you know, would constantly be like, what is zero waste? What is, you know, what, what do you mean by plant-based ingredients? What do you like, you know, there's all these questions about safety about ingredients. And I think, you know, I'm, sh- I'm sure you have thoughts about this too, but where, you know, as a consumer, I feel so many people and myself included, I was really um, skeptical of clean beauty and skeptical of greenwashing that was happening. And yeah. you know, the sort of light bulb moment for me was I love this lavender soap that comes in a purple bottle. And then one day just happened to read the ingredients. There's no lavender in it. And I just <laughs> how 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 like I was duped you know and I <laughs> I feel like as you know starting Boonie Dune I took it upon myself to make promise myself that I would never do that to yeah it's like your trust was lost <laughs> absolutely <laughs> um and I just I couldn't believe it and I, I like to think that I'm sort of I read I'm the type of person to read ingredient lists I'm the type of person to worry about what I'm putting on my skin and what right. I'm you know, in my body or on my body. And I feel like I just couldn't believe I was, you know, bamboozled, yeah. um, you know, doing that to someone else. So that's why when it comes to Boonie Dune, you know, our key tenants really are the kindness I mentioned before, but also transparency, like complete transparency with their consumer. So if you go to our website, you'll see, you know, different articles about every one of our ingredients. You'll see exactly what to do with the product packaging and what it's comprised of. And all of this was very, very important to me as a founder because I have been duped before. I never would want to put a consumer in that same spot. Of course, of course. And especially because right now, as you had brought up, COVID is a big thing and people are already dealing with so much. And it's like, whatever we're investing our money into, we want to make sure that it's something we really need and it's going to work for us. So I love that you said that. I love that that's at the heart of your, you know, like your mission here, because there are a lot of people and a lot of brands out there that are just making product after product. And it's like, people don't have that money right now you know what I mean like we don't have money to invest in like five different things because the first one didn't work <laughs> you know like so right. it, it's it's important to be very transparent that's really cool and I would challenge those companies that just market product after product because you know what are you really adding how do you justify your use of those resources to add something that is already exists on the market exactly. and I think that's from like a sustainability and just like as a person, like a human perspective, how do you really justify that? And, you know, in sustainability, there is this concept of extended producer responsibility, where, you know, what does, and that's sort of what guides Boonie Dune as well, where what is, you know, sustainability look like if the company was to take responsibility for everything, you know, not asking consumers to take on that burden. Right. And I think that's, that is the right way to do it, because the consumers already have so much to do. You know, it's like, I'm not saying companies don't, but it's like, if you're selling something to somebody, make it a little easier for them to go down the road of recycling and the road of, you know what I mean? Like just being eco-friendly. Like, I think that, you know, your concept is brilliant because it, it puts a lot of like, it's almost like you took a lot of thought out of the consumer's hands. You know what I mean? You said, here you go, 
don't worry about all that other stuff we got you you know kind of thing so I really <laughs> like I like that because I think that has like a personal care aspect and feel to it I really do like just from that consumer perspective I can tell you you know and I really appreciate it when I see that in a brand um so, yeah so I, anyways but I want to congratulate you this is such a cool Thank cool you. project yeah and, you know, I know that you're going to, you know, you're going to kill it with this. I hope everyone goes out and buys your cleanser. I'm going to tell everyone too. Because <laughs> um, I, I just love the concept. You know, I'm a big science nerd. And anytime I see something that's very, very, um, you know, engineering heavy or science, I really love that. And I, I have so much appreciation. So thank you um, for telling us, you know, all about your journey. That was awesome. It was a pleasure being here and talking to you about it. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you have any questions for me or Pooja, just leave us a comment on the cover art for this episode and I will pass it along to her. Um, this was such a cool and fun episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you know of any brands or you know of any cool initiatives coming up and you want to hear the story, let me know. You can always DM me on Skincare Anarchy um, and I'll talk to you guys next time.